When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Out of the horn. Merry Clipsmas. It's me, Chris Cowild, and with me, as always, is Zubank. Hank, everybody. Yes, and although although I have a chest cold and am not fully healthy, the Los Angeles Clippers are fully healthy at long last! Fully healthy Clippers. Gosh, finally, that's what it looks like. It's That's a what it looks like. Miracle. Man, that Merry was special. Clipsmas. Big win. Big win. So apparently the Hornets are horrible at basketball. Yes, or apparently. Like... Apparently we have beat them on our home court every game since 2009. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. Because we beat the Washington Wizards every game on our home court since 2008. Yeah, that's Holy the longer cow. streak. That's the longer wow. streak. But Charlotte, we've been giving Charlotte the business since What's 2009. Cool is, I don't mean to get political with you. No, boy. DC Hank. Uh, bipartisan Hank. However, bipartisan Hank. GOP. <laughs> Jack Easy. Hank. Easy. <laughs> well, jackass is the symbol. Oh, of my the gosh. Democrats. Get to it. <laughs> so the last time the Washington Wizards beat the Clippers, okay? In Los Angeles, guess who the president was? Don't say Bill Clinton. George W. Bush. Bush. And the last time the Charlotte Hornets beat the Los Angeles Clippers at home in L.A., it was President Barack Obama. That's how long ago it was, gang. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Big, Oh, big win for the Clippers. I don't care if Charlotte is good or bad. It's a big win for the Clippers. And in a Western Conference where we are fifth and we mm, are only alone one, in fifth. And we're only one and a half games behind first. Every right. win counts. Every win matters, man. That is a big one. Do you get upset at those crappy night two losses where we suit up chuck and steve balmer and ty Lu, and none of our guys play yes wait you could have just said do you get upset at losses why didn't you just leave it at that well because like if you take a look at the clippers we have won five out of six but really in a lot of ways we've won five in a row because that one loss was night two of a back-to-back and i don't know half the team wasn't available yeah, I mean, it, it, it. the back-to-backs are killing us, man. The back-to-backs are a problem when it's this close. And any other season, I might be saying, oh, well, it's an 82-game season. What's the big it, – it is a big deal. Now, mm-hmm. I'll say this. Mm-hmm. The only team in the playoff race right now, the only team in the West who is trending better than we are in the last 10 games mm-hmm. is the Grizzlies. They're 7-3 and three of their last 10. We're 6-4, of four, along with several other teams. The Nuggets are also 6-4, and four, and they're tied for first. But – The Mm. Memphis Grizzlies are on a two-game losing skid, and we're Mm -hmm. on a two-game winning skid. The tricky part, as you know, is that that we are going into a pretty tricky uh, back-to-back on the road coming up next. Uh, Well, we got got Croc Rivers in South Jersey, Philadelphia tomorrow night, Friday night. Croc Rivers, who we always perform well against, so I like us at Philly. Uh, It's going to be – we're going to see – it's going to really test Zubank's – Metal, not mine. Zubats, real Zubats, not me. Oh, sorry. I love that real Zubank, aka Ivica Zubats, is back because he's been oh, he's such back. a horse for us. Yeah, and it was weird not having him available. Oh my gosh, agree. We need him. We really need him. So look, here we all know my favorite Clipper is Kawhi Leonard. That's why sure. I'm Chris Kawhiild. We are now ten and two in the twelve games that Kawhi has been active. Might be eleven and two in the thirteen. Don't quote me. 
I believe he has started 10 games and we're nine and one in the games that he started. It might be 10 and one. It's, it's six and one half dozen in the other. It's right around there. I'm either right on the money or I'm one off, but I do know the fact that we've only lost two games that he's been active. We've only lost one game that he started. We're basically a 900 winning basketball team, 900 winning nine out of 10 when Kawhi Leonard starts. And Here's a recurring theme about Kawhi Leonard. He constantly bitches about minute restrictions. He hates playing 24 minutes. Well, I'm here to tell you, Burbank Hank, he is back. He is playing over 30 minutes of basketball per game. He's in his sweet spot. I think we've got regular Kawhi Leonard with his fancy footwork. He put on a footwork clinic last night versus one-handed free throw shooting Mason Plumley. I love Kawhi Leonard. Who is the stud that's delivered the most for you and who has your favorite role player been? Well, I'll say first of all, I find it very telling that Kawhi and Paul George last night were both plus 28. And as Mm. we always say in this moment of the show, it's not a perfect stat. Mm -mm. It's not a perfect stat. Although it's a funny stat when you Mm. figure that Kelly Oubre Jr. or whatever the heck his name is, was a minus 39. Yikes. Was a minus 39. Uh, But to me, my favorite starter remains Paul George. I love Paul George. but, but, But I don't think even Paul George would argue too much that Kawhi Leonard is the superior player in the grand rankings of current NBA players. We just haven't seen him. We just haven't seen him again. We can see that his impact is the most important impact for the team. And if Kawhi Leonard, if this is all working, if we're starting to see in the last couple of games that Kawhi Leonard has taken the court, uh, this is what he looks like fully healthy. This is huge for us. Really huge because he's been amazing. But to me, the role player is also Hank's player of the game, Nico Batum. Ah, that was my answer. That was my answer. Although I find it, but I also find it interesting that last night, the other person that I would say when he's firing on all cylinders is so important to us is Luke Kennard. And I find it interesting that Kawhi Leonard and Paul George were plus 28, each of them, and Nico Batum and Luke Kennard were plus 19, both of them. They had the same plus, plus minus these guys. But to me, Nico Batum, he went seven. He went seventy percent from three. He went seven Ugh. of ten from three, and Ugh. he didn't go from two. <laughs> he literally well, t- only <laughs> shot threes, and Ty he hit Lu seven said, of them. Ty Lu said to the press yesterday. He's before the game. He said he loves Nico Batum. He said he doesn't even need Nico Batum to shoot the ball. His favorite thing about Nico Batum is his ball movement, and the fact that he can defend elitely one through five. So well, now he you got one, one steal layer se- one of steal 70% and seven, shooting from three. 100%. And one steal and seven defensive rebounds. That tells the story right there. Are you ready to be upset about my conspiracy that the NBA hates the Clippers and it's not a conspiracy? It's accurate. I mean, I've, I mean, I've certainly heard it from you, so I'm not sure how upset I could get at this point. All right. So here's the thing. I disagree with you. Oh, okay. So here's more factual evidence that the NBA despises the Clippers. Okay. Yeah. Are you ready for this? I'm listening. I'm listening. Paul George. Are you ready for his season stats? They're pretty mind boggling. Okay. He has played games, played 23 games. Excellent. Okay. 23 of our 31 games. Obviously, you want him to play all 31, but 23, that's like, that's over two thirds of the games. That's certainly 10, 11, 12 more than Kawhi Leonard, who I love. So, Paul George, yes, he's been in and out, but he's been more in than out. 23 games played. Guess what his points per game average is, Hank? Uh, tell me. 23.4 points per game. Wow. 23.4 points per game, and the man has played 23 games. Now, that would put him at number 18. Number 18 for most points per game in the NBA. However, for some 
crazy reason the NBA hates us and Paul George is not listed in the top 20 points per game category inexplicably, even though he's played just as many games as LeBron James, for example, who averages 27.1 points per game and is 12th overall, even though he's played one more game than Joel Embiid, who's played 22 games and averages 32.5 points per game and is number one. Paul George has played 23 games and is not on this list, Hank. Why? So your your theory is that the NBA, rather than it being an error, just a statistical error, is that the NBA hates the team that is owned by the flashiest, richest owner in the NBA. That's your theory. Well, first of all, he's definitely the richest. I would argue that he is the least flashy owner. Yeah, I am here to tell well, he's you. building a new stadium, and he's got that fancy construction helmet. <laughs> <laughs> he does have that flashy, flashy hard it's hat. It's real flashy. The kind of helmet that you wear when your kid has a little bit of a misshapen skull, which is completely normal, but still freaks you out when you're a parent. No, absolutely. And you just got to get their head uh, back down to normal size. You don't want it to grow too much. I totally get that. And that's also pretty awkward to bring that up on the show. So here's the thing. Here's why I know the NBA hates us. Because I go to the stats on ESPN.com and Paul George is nowhere to be seen, even though he's played more games than number one Joel Embiid. And then I go to the stats at NBA.com and once again, Paul George is nowhere to be seen. And you think, oh, maybe it's because he's injured. No, no. Steph Curry's injured and he's right up there at number seven because they love Steph Curry and they hate us and that's it's more than a glitch if it's not on espn stats and it's not on nba stats they hate us well it sounds like you should be tweeting at them but you're not so who hates who now well i have you know that i'm having thumb injuries and i can't tweet oh lord i sprained my thumbs from too much pointing at yourself and saying this guy Yes, yes, exactly. (laughs) And because I gave the Clippers so many thumbs up in our lopsided Chris Wilde seven pack W last night, where at one point, all 10 Clippers who had played in the game by halftime had three points or more, all 10 players that checked in. Speaking of 10 players checking in, who the lally is Bob Covington in hot water with the coach? What's going on? He's just not in the rotations. You don't think that three minutes is an accurate, is a fair representation of his playing skill and acumen? I think last season, I think last season, like, for example, Amir Coffey got so many minutes and so many starts because we were so injury played. He also played three minutes. Yeah. Sure. And so, but we always knew he was this role player guy that you could just kind of insert here and he'll give you maximum effort. And so I think we didn't realize that Bob Covington is that level player. I think when we got Norm Powell and Bob Covington, we were through the roof. We're like, holy cow, these guys are both great. But really clearly the get was Norm Powell who has been lights out for us. He came in last night and scored six points in two quick minutes. Slash, slash, slash. Get to the line, get to the line. But I think we didn't realize because we were so injury-plagued, Robert Covington's more of a fill-in guy than a rotation guy. Well, it's hard. You know, when you are when you get two guys in a trade and then three games later you lose the better player, it's certainly hard to track that. Right. Um, but, you know, I don't know. I, I really couldn't tell you. I mean possible Bob Covington's situation is that he's great when he has a little bit more time to settle in. You probably could say that about any NBA player. Not every NBA player can step off the bench and just start draining shots. Uh, But three minutes isn't going to give him a chance to show anything. And do you still think what you were saying last podcast that you think Boko is going to get traded? Do you think he's on the trading block? First of all, hats off to Zuban Kank for just na- nicknaming Bob Covington Boko on the Oh, just, that's that's just, just call him Boko. The guys who love him call him Boko. That's, just, that's the kind of me. quality Clipper podcasting that you tune in for for now 11 <laughs> years. And I, I'm serious. Thank you. 
Thank you, Zubank. I'm, <laughs> I'm appreciative of you and your eclipse, Miss Miracle. I am now flip-flopping and on the fence. Last week on the show, I said, don't get attached. Don't get too used to Boko because he is out the door. However, now I look at this team fully healthy. And obviously, Charlotte is not the greatest litmus test because apparently they're the 29th worst offense and the 30th worst defense. So it's a it's not really the great litmus test. But why change this team? This team is so strong with the 16 guys that we have and are – all the way down from one to 16. So number 16, I would argue is Moose Diabetes. And he Moose is up. It's Moose Diabate, you turd bird. <laughs> so Moose Diabetes is oh, lighting Moose up the G League. Ontario Clippers or whatever they're called are the gold standard of the G League. We had the G League coach of the month. So we've got a great G League squad. Moose Bot 9 million is down there. Brandon Boston Jr., Jason, I'm starting to get more impressed in, is down there putting up big numbers in big minutes. So 14, 15, and 16 are arguably Jason Preston, Brandon Boston Jr., and Moosebot. And I'm telling you, those guys are great. And then you've got our backup backup center or backup center and Moses Brown, who's like eight feet tall. And yeah, he's getting limited minutes, but anytime he gets bigger minutes, he goes in there and makes an impact. And our true backup center is Hank's player of this Hank's role player of the season, Nico Batum. So I just why if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I say do not trade any of these guys unless you can make a vast improvement on them. But I don't know that Boko is a sexy get for another team unless you've got some crappy team that's just doing a fire sale. Well, there's so a I lot know, of man. there's a lot of teams doing fire sales because they're trying to make their team worse so they can they can uh tank for Wemba 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 I can't say his name. I don't remember his name. Wemba diabetes. Stop it. Stop that. That's not his name. Wemba tuberculosis. Uh, so so I think that there are teams doing that sort of thing. But you know that my stance on the Clippers mm. is that their greatest enemy is lack of familiarity. They don't sure. they have not had time to play with each other. So much so that we've got guys like Robert Covington who were we're flabbergasted that he's not getting great minutes. When he was never brought onto our team to be a starter, he just had to be because we had four out of five starters injured last season. That's what we're learning. He had a great run. So, uh, you know, who who knows? Who knows? We have to see. But it certainly feels like Terrence Mann's 14 minutes and John Wall's 19 minutes and uh, Norm Powell's 19 minutes. These These are all priorities over Boko's three and Moses Brown's three and Amir Coffey's three minutes. They each had three minutes and... You know, if I'm honest with you, I'm fighting this cold, so I didn't watch the final quarter. I'm assuming those three players got their minutes in the final four minutes of the game. But you tell me. You watched it. You were there. I was there, man. I was there. So we won the first quarter and second quarter by vastly wide margins. Oh, my Lord. Almost we... tw- almost doubled them. We almost lapped them 1937 in the first we were up at the half by 31, so I Google Amazing. searched Clippers 31 and was delighted to remember, guess who used to be number 31 for the Clippers, who is an active starter? Oh, an active starter for a different team? No, an active starter for the Los Angeles Clippers was number 31. What? When we acquired him mid-season. Was it Ivica Zubats? Negative. It was Ooh. Marcus Morris. Education reform now. Muck sounds like take a look in a book. Senior was number it? 31. Did have a th- why did he change it? I, uh, I was wondering why the 30s were familiar. It was Michael Olua Candy who was number 34. And as you sure. recall, we and got. Mikey ju- Moore, I believe, was 33. We bought uh, Olua Candy jerseys. And on yep. the last game that Olo Candy played for the Clippers or anyone, I assume, 
We yes. went. We were big supporters. Everyone would boo him, and we would scream at fans, "Stop booing he him!" They waved need your us on to the They court. need your support now more than ever. More we would than yell. ever. And we went down, and he waved us on, and we couldn't believe that an NBA player had waved us onto the court yes. to get autographs. Onto the floor. Yep. But then years later, we realized. Probably no one had asked for his autograph in a very long time. <laughs> and months later, I threw out his uniform in disgust. You darn autographed throwback Clippers uniform with the red, white, back? and blue piping. You threw it back in the trash. I threw it out. I threw it out. And you I threw it multiple times. Multiple, obviously regret that. Multiple jersey throwaways, just like you were a jersey throwaway when you left New Jersey. Gang, my name is not Chris Mild. Do you understand? I don't make very thoughtful, very <laughs> slow decisions. No, 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 no. no. I'm hot-headed. I'm hot-headed, Hank! I'm hot-headed! Listen to the way I said, I'm hot-headed, Hank! I mean, you're screaming it. You're not saying it. You're screaming no. it. Chris Wilde, folks. Chris Ka-Wilde. It's not Chris Ka-Mild, okay? It's not Chris Ka-Blah. It's Chris Ka-Wilde, and it was a wild decision that I... Regret, but I never regret going to that first Clippers game with you, buddy. And I certainly don't regret this great, great Clippers podcast. The longest running basketball podcast in Los hey, Angeles. Well, hey, who likes shade? Who likes I shade love around shade. here? I love, right, so love shade. I do want to throw a little bit of a shady congratulations over to the Charlotte Hornets. Obviously, they were outmatched by us. Their 8-24 and now record was not going to compare with our record. Uh, but Ball, who is a rising star in the league and definitely the most important player on the Hornets, tied the franchise record for the most uh, triple doubles ever oh, he, uh, as a Charlotte Hornet. But I would he is say shining it's easy. in a very horrible team. Yeah, it's he, called the shining. it's called the it's called the Elton it's called the Elton Brand uh, conundrum. Uh, but but I'll say this: it's easy to triple double with rebounds when your center only pulls down three rebounds. Come on, yes. Mason Plumley. Come on, Plumlee. One-handed free throw shooting. Just Mason pull Plumlee. down. What's wrong with four rebounds, Plumlee? What's wrong with four? What's wrong well, with Well, it's five? easy to get all those rebounds when your team can't shoot worth a damn. So they're oh, always shanking. They're always shanking. Let me ask that, you they this. They don't call me Burbank Shank for a reason. Lamelo. Let me ask you this, Burbank Shank. Lamelo Ball last night had how many points in his triple double? Twenty-five. Twenty-five points. My guess bad. is Not that bad. he needed more. Then 25 attempts to get 25 points is my guess. Oh, uh, yeah, 26. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, if the kid points to self, ow, oh, my thumb, so sore. If the kid points if, to self, if ow, stop I pointing did it to again. Self. If you'd but stop you stop pointing to self, you'd if stop Chris Kawild was on the floor and put up 26 shots, I'd probably have 25 points as well. Maybe 26. Well, you're 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 making it sound like his four of thirteen from the three point arc was not a good number. <laughs> he had four of thirteen. Four of thirteen. His three his three ball is weird looking. It yeah, is we, weird. You mean weird looking. in that it doesn't go in. That is weird, all right. Yeah, at one point I looked at the stats in real time and I was like, one out of six. I am shocked that it's not zero out of six. This guy stinks from distance. Well, the Clippers pulled out the win, and that's what we care about. And they, man, did they blow them up? And then, and then fourth quarter, we they own, they beat us by two points in the fourth quarter. But that's going to happen. When oh, you they pull did, you guys. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, and so they beat us in the third quarter by eight points. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, so you're telling me that we went minus eight in the third quarter and, and minus, minus two. two in the fourth quarter, and still won by almost twenty. Yeah, but we put we yeah we were coasting. <laughs> We were coasting, and you, that's what you're supposed to do. That's what you're supposed to do when you're up like that. Oh, so no, because we were up by 31 at the half, and you're telling me we were minus 10 on the second half, so we won by 21, blackjack. Yeah, that's exactly correct. All right, so which has been your favorite W since last week? We've had a couple. I know that just off the top of my brain box, we beat Washington, who we now have swept on this season. We, you know, you and I clipcasted. In it was game one of of a back to back, and the next night we were literally suiting up Staples Center employees to play against the Phoenix Suns in a game where Ty Lue just waved the white flag. What's irritating to me, Hank, and maybe it's Space Chess, but like 
The Suns have not really seen our best effort yet and may not because every like three out of four times we play them, it's night two of a back-to-back for us and they're rested. And then the fourth game is, I want to say we're both rested, but I think the, I think we play Phoenix the last game of the season a night two of a back-to-back, so that's not really. I mean, a do test. you so do I, you think this is purposeful? I mean, it, you could argue, you could argue that it would have made sense to not start Paul George and Kawhi Leonard versus Minnesota when you had Phoenix the next night. But right. do you think that this is Ty Lue being a smart guy that he yes. never wants the Phoenix Suns to see what we can do fully yes. healthy? Yes, I do. It's pretty genius do, yes. if that's purposeful. I mean, it I really think genius. It's inten- I think it's intentional. I really do. Oh, I like it. Now, to answer your question, my favorite win, including the birthday win, which we podcasted after the last one, was Washington. It's it, it's not only great to see John Wall go back to Washington, get the love that he got that felt very good, but it was the mm. individual stat leaders that made me love the win versus Washington. Kawhi Leonard with 31 points led our oh. scorers. Marcus Morris Sr. with 12 rebounds. Oh, so great. Led our rebounding. And and Terrence Mann, six assists. Did you see Terrence Mann get chippy with Kelly? I have a girl's name. Oubre. Oubre Jr. Yeah, yeah. But but, but it didn't really seem like much to me. Well, I'll tell you what. So I guess Kelly Oubre Jr. flexed on Terrence Mann, and Terrence Mann pushed him. And I thought, okay, so that's a double flagrant right there-ish. Because I, I think it's kind of weird that they canceled each other out. Because T-Man then went back and pushed Kelly, my I have a girl's name, Ubre, a second time. And I was convinced that second push was going to get him tossed. But I was sitting next to sideline Hornets reporter Ashley. And Ashley told me Kelly, who has a girl's name just like Ashley... She said Kelly is the guy who leads their team in tees. And I was like, oh, Marcus Morris is kind of our tee guy. Although Marcus has only gotten like one or two this season, to my knowledge. So I think just because Kelly's got that, that you know, that bad rap rep from the refs is why he got teed up on the flex. And I think if T-Man had pushed twice any other player on the Hornets, he probably would have been tossed. Well, maybe, maybe that was a long, that was a long road, but I followed it. A one push, one push, you're getting a T. But then that second push, I just, I know it wasn't a hit, but I just thought I got nervous when he did that second push because Ubre never pushed back that I saw. He never actually physically pushed him. He just flexed on him. And one could argue Terrence Mann could have just simply pointed to the scoreboard instead of actually pushing him twice. Well, but I was happy. Hey, well, we know very well, though, that in the NBA, they do consider your track record, both in throwing people out who maybe didn't do much, but they have a track record for needing to get thrown out. <coughs> Draymond Green. <coughs> Sorry, I have this chest cold. Draymond Green. <laughs> Uh, that cough was real, but you're like, I told you to turn the volume down when you do it. This uh, is going to be, this is going to be a tough one. This is going to be a tough one for you. Oh, all right. Okay. So we're going to play a little game called cap. No cap. I don't give a crap. Okay. All right. Cap. No cap. I don't give a crap. I'm going to make an NBA statement and you tell me Zubank if it's cap, no cap, or I don't give a crap. This NBA statement. It is more fun that the Warriors are a losing basketball team than LeBron and AD's L word being a losing basketball team. Oh, no cap. Oh, no cap for me. No cap for me. And I know that's probably not representative of Clippers Nation who loves to watch the across the hallway Lakers uh, get their noses rubbed in it. But we, the Lakers did not win the championship last year. And when the Warriors won the championship, the very first thought I had was, oh gosh, here we go again. We got to live, we got to live through this once more and seeing Mm -hmm. them 11th, like they're not in the play-in right now. No, they're not good. They're not in the play-in right now. And they're only on a two game losing skid. The Pelicans have lost four games in a row and they're third. Yeah. 
And they're only one game out of first. The Grizzlies have lost two in a row, and they're tied for first. So yes, to, to, with so, Nuggets, yep. I mean, it's not like the Golden State Warriors are 2-8 and eight on their last 10. They're 4-6, and six, which is not great. But the next three teams that are that are 500 basketball teams are 8th, ninth, and 10th. And the Warriors are... The, are not even in the play-in now. I'm. I there's agree a lot of basketball it's left. No cap. It's no there, cap. It's and no cap. I'll, I'll tell you something's very interesting. That's I'm going to bring it back to the L word. I'm going to bring it back to the Clippers. I think what's happening up in San Fran and Sham Francisco is very similar to what happened to the L word in 2019 and then in the bubble. And I was talking to a guy from Hoops Hype last night, and I was like, you know, the one thing that sucks is that bubble season. I really wish we could go back in time and see if the L word could actually stay together and be the number one team in the West for all 82 games, because in their defense, they were number one when the season got suspended. So when we came back into the bubble, they were the number one team. And I always say it's all, you know, number one, you got to be number one or number two, if you want to win at all. So I, I wonder, and the guy from hoops hype, whose name I believe was Sam, was saying to me, you know, they they had this great defense with these great core glue guys. They had this great bench. They lost all these great guys like Caruso and McGee and like he listed a couple other guys. And it made me think, you know, that's kind of what happened to the Warriors. The Warriors had this great core group, this great bench group that they lost after they won the championship. So the L word wins the championship in 2019. And then it's a very different looking bench. And some of their rotation guys is very different looking the next year. And they stink. Now we're seeing it golden state where they won the championship and then they lose core and bench guys. And now they stink, which is going to bring it back to my Clippers. Why change it? We've got a great group. Amir coffee, Bob Covington, Boko, Moose bought 9 million. Why move and shake these guys when we've got something special here, Hank? So well, I said keep that, the core together. I 100% agree. Now let's point this out before we get too excited about the Golden State Warriors. They're 12 and 2 at home. Yeah, but look at their road I mean, that record. Is, yeah, I, well, obviously the road record is the opposite if they're if they're a sub 500 team. But 12 and 2 at home is nothing to sneeze at. That's I, possibly the best road, the best home record in the West. Thirteen and two Memphis Grizzlies, twelve and is, four Pelicans and Suns. Twelve and two is right. the best home record. Well, thirteen and two is better. Oh, you're thirteen and two is better than twelve and two. It's well, one sure, win okay, better. sure, one. But win it, yeah, I hear you. They have the fewest losses at home in the Western Conference, and no, that's nothing for, to tied. shake a you're, stick No, about. you're the one who's you're the one who's right. It's Memphis that has the best one, but. They just have to figure out what's going on on the road, and I I don't understand it. All right, don't look at the standings, okay? Okay. Uh, minimize the screen. Do not look at the standings. I'm not looking. All right. What team in the West has the most wins? Oh. Oh, it's easy to imagine. I mean, it's the it's the Nuggets and the Grizzlies at the top. Mm-hmm. Of the the most wins. Mm-hmm. Who has the most wins in the West? It's got to be several teams, right? You're right. It's it's the Clippers first Ooh. and foremost. Ooh. <laughs> the Clippers have That's, the most I like wins them. in the West. I like that at team. Nineteen. There are three teams that also have nineteen wins. Can you name them? Well, got to be the Nuggets and the Grizzlies. Okay, so I would, Clippers, uh, I, 19 I would wins. have said Pelicans, but I feel like they're on a losing streak. They're on a losing streak, if I remember right. They've lost four in a row. Oh, yuck. Oh, no. What? Is it the, is it the nasty, disgusting <laughs> Suns? It's not the Sun. Oh. <laughs> but the, the important takeaway is the Clippers have the most wins in the West, which brings me to my point from months and months ago that the eastern conference is better than the western conference guess how many teams in the west have 20 or more wins zero we know and guess how many teams in the east have 20 or more wins 
Uh, two, four. Four teams. <laughs> but the they're Milwaukee only playing Bucks, the East. The Boston Celtics, the Cleveland Cavaliers, and the Brook of Brook of Brooklyn Nets all have 20 or more wins. And I'm here to tell you, the Eastern Conference is for real. And I like that because they're going to get real tired knocking each other out, getting to the finals, and getting swept by your Los Angeles Clippers. Well, so here's my question for you as we go yeah. into this road trip. Mm. And we have a, the back-to-back of Detroit. We play Philly first, which is going to be a big challenge for Zubats. So we're going to have to see how that goes. Right. But then we have a couple of days off, Christmas break, um, two no days off. No games Christmas Eve. We're not playing Christmas Day. Fine so by we me. have two days off, which is Fine wonderful. By me. Count us out. Then we play a back-to-back. back-to-back. Detroit, mm-hmm. who is, if not the worst, one of the worst teams in the East. They may be the worst That's team right. in the league. That's right. Next night, we play Toronto. Who stink. Who are not that good. They're like, so, oh, they're under 500. So who, They're underperforming. So, so what game do we come fully loaded? So I would hope that we come fully loaded at Toronto for the for the Toronto fans and for the Clipper fans because you want to see Kawhi Leonard in that building where they absolutely love worship and rightfully adore him so I I hope he plays then right he has to he plays because like Luke Kennard Reggie Jackson a lot of great games and minutes logged in Detroit fan favorites in Detroit so you want to see those guys at Detroit and then of course Toronto, Norm Powell won a ring there. Kawhi Leonard won a ring there. So you want to see those guys there. So I'm hoping we come in fully loaded at Toronto. I'm also very interested to see, is there a game where we're fully loaded? You know, because John Wall doesn't play back-to-backs. Kawhi Leonard doesn't play back-to-backs. It's been it's been iffy for Luke Kennard playing back-to-backs. We're seeing now Paul George maybe not playing back-to-backs. So... Is there that at Detroit game, for example, where we just throw up eight guys and rest six? You know what I mean? We're going to find out. We're going to find out. I, I, for me, I would like to see on those nights where we're – unless it's a – when it's two teams that are not great. Although, let's be clear, Toronto can be great on any given night. Detroit sure. cannot. Detroit cannot <laughs> be good. But Toronto can. They can give you – that can be a trap. I, I Do we put up – Paul George one night, Kawhi Leonard the other night. Although Paul no, George, there's no reason no, to think we, Paul George doesn't play both. Didn't you say on this very episode, consistency, we need fluency? Mm-hmm. What did you say? You said some word, some $5 word. Uh, well, neither of the words you said are words. <laughs> no, no. Consistency is a word. Fluency is not a word. Fluency is what I have right now. It's, I thought it was a chess cold, but I actually think I have influency. Oh no! Uh, but then the next, but then the Sick next, ward, so Zubank. So we've got, so we've got a five-game road trip ahead of us, and to me, it's a it it has some tough matchups. Boston sure, is at a, Philly, at Boston. Boston is a tough matchup. Hey, uh, we just beat them, didn't we? Although they've also lost three in a row. Yes, we did just beat them. Yeah. We've also they've also lost three games in a row. What? Oh, do we you... whooped them too. We didn't just beat them. We whooped. No, we them. beat them. We beat them good. We yeah. beat them real good. So that how could be you... an NBA Finals preview. Oh, your lips to God's ears. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what, how do you think we finish out this road trip? The Pacers. The Pacers are another sleeper team that can be really good. Nice young, chippy team that can show up. But do you think there's a world where we go? Like three and two is the safe guess on this road trip. That's my safe I would guess. Say, I, I would say four and one, knowing that there's oh, only yeah. one back to back. If we had two back to backs, I would say I'll take three and two. I obviously I'll take anything over five hundred. I like on a road trip. Best case scenario clearly is five and zero, oh, but we've seen that Ty Lue just basically surrenders the white flag. He's like Team Belgium or whatever. When it comes to back-to-backs, he's he goes for one and just says, all right, land of broke-down toys, you're up for night two or whatever. Sometimes it's night one and the guys come for night two. So I, I think I think a four and one is outrageously great. Obviously, five and zero oh is the best case scenario, but I think I think it's four and one. I think I think we can I think we can win all those games if we're especially fully loaded clips, fully loaded clips. I mean, you look at you look at Kawhi. He's nine hundred when he's starting, so he's gonna start four out of five of those games. 
God willing and the crick don't rise, I believe, whatever you say. What's the saying? God willing and the crick don't rise. I think that's right. I, so, I, I, I think we could Kawhi go four and one. Start, yes. If, yes. If I was coaching, mm-hmm. uh, which thank God I'm not. Oh, if I was God. coaching, I would pl- I would save Kawhi Leonard for Toronto. I would I would I would not play him versus Detroit and I would get him out there and let our guys get let our young guys get out there, get some minutes and blow those guys up the day after Christmas. Boxing day, you like to call it. I don't call it that. Uh, I do. I, do, I box I do everything think up the day after Christmas. Every Philly, Philly is on a hot streak. Uh, Joel Embiid has been getting record numbers almost every game. He's he's playing fire lights out basketball. They've mm. won six games in a row. They're seven to three of their last 10 games. Uh, mm. But I also think we could shock them. I think we could surprise them if we're fully healthy. And right now we're fully healthy and we'd be coming off a day of rest. I'm going to say so, something that you might not like, Hank. Oh, boy. I'm looking at this schedule. I'm seeing at Philly fully loaded clips, which I love Friday night. Then I'm saying then I'm seeing two days off. Yeah. Then I'm seeing at Detroit. And I'm here to tell you, you might see a fully loaded clips at Detroit to then give fully loaded clips two nights off before the bigger game at Boston. Well, it's possible. It's possible. Yeah. It's, possible. Uh, it's plausible. It's plausible. You never know. With so we don't know. We He's don't know. Smarter than we'll us. See. I know. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, man, I would take four and one. I would take three and two. Anything worse. And I will just avoid Twitter because if we go two and three on this road trip, Oh my gosh! The Clippers, nonsense Clippers Twitter takes. will have us trading Kawhi Leonard <laughs> for oh, Mason oh. Plumley. I want to talk about Clippers Twitter, who obviously it's a very Jekyll and Hyde relationship. Oh, I think I the best it. is comedian and actor Paul Shear, who literally is like a massive Clipper fan, but then like clearly Clipper Nation broke him. Because he tweeted out some very, very angry things towards Clipper Nation. Oh, I think no. I, Not th- sweet I think Paul Shear. Oh, no. I, got, I, got, I reached out to Paul Shear and asked him if he was at the game last night. And he unfortunately wasn't. But the next home game that he goes to, I'm going to find him and ask him, who in Clipper Nation broke you on Clipper Twitter? <laughs> because he's he's upset at Clipper Twitter, as is, by the way, Chuck Mockler. Chuck Mockler is irritated by Clipper Twitter. He says Clipper Twitter hates everything. Now, I agree and disagree with these guys. Yes, Clipper Twitter is very reactive. Do you agree with the reactive haters of Clipper Nation Twitter when they want to send John Wall to Shanghai to play Chinese league basketball? No. No. What? That's not uh, they true. Hate, they hate John Wall. I have seen so many tweets about I would take Eric Bledsoe over John Wall 10 out of 10. I want John Wall gone. I want John Wall playing in Shanghai next week. Like the Clipper Nation the haters on Twitter hate John Wall and they also hate that Bob Covington isn't getting minutes. I, I disagree with both of those takes. Well, we honest. we never thought that John Wall. We 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 played and talked and got excited after seeing some great games from John Wall, thinking he could be the starter. But right. when we got John Wall, neither one of us were thinking, oh, this is our starting point guard. We thought, oh, he's been, he hasn't been playing for 18 months or right. more. We'll have to see what he does. There were a, cu- there were a I, couple of games when we were singing his praises. Oh, my gosh, yes. But, but I'm saying slot. when we got him, when we got him, we were not saying, oh, this is the guy. He's going to take over. Oh, I, I believe I said. Oh, no, you're right. You said he should start, and I said he should come off the bench. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, but, but, but. You but, were wrong. You were dead wrong. I was dead wrong. But, but frankly, everyone, everyone just breathe. We're yeah. playing great basketball right now. Well, also, I mean, we're playing great basketball right now. Are you kidding me? We don't. Brian, to, we shouldn't trade a single hot air. player. Brian, full of hot hair, wind horse, who looks like if a meatball was a person. If you put a wig on a giant meatball and put him in a suit and stuck him on a studio stage for ESPN, Brian Windhorst, whoever this more is. Louise, I like Brian Windhorst, but go ahead. He says Kawhi is washed. He says Kawhi doesn't have it this season. I'm not impressed from what I'm seeing with Kawhi. I say suck an egg, Brian Windhorst. 
because you are you're one of those horses that broke their leg and needs to be put down. Because Kawhi Leonard, when he starts, the entire team plays better. And I'm here. I'm there every home game. I'm in the postgame press conferences. I hear Kawhi Leonard bitching and moaning saying, it is very hard for me to play in 24-minute stints to get his clipper sea legs. So I'm here to tell you, even in those stints, A, those stints are over. He's playing over 30 minutes. B, he's got his legs back. I saw footwork, footwork, footwork. He is vastly improved from where he was. And C, they are 9-1 and one when the man starts. The entire team plays better knowing that Kawhi's out there. Brian Windhorst is full of crap. Yeah, that that's nuts. He's Truly nuts. Yeah, He's an idiot. I, so, yeah, I, well, I, I wouldn't I say Kawhi, that. I think Brian Windhorst has got a lot of great insight. But to say he's washed when he hasn't been playing minutes and he's coming off, no one was saying, none, no one, no one on any sports network was saying Clay Thompson was washed when he came off of his ACL and injuries and sucked for the first couple weeks. I say instead of Brian Windhorst has great insight, I say it would be great to put Brian Windhorst in a Honda Insight and drive it into the ocean. Oh my That's gosh, what I'm buddy. Saying. Oh my gosh, Chris. You need some, Chris, you need some Christmas spirit. Give Brian, Christmas it's his spirit? job to have opinions and we disagree with it, is what you mean to say, I'm sure. Well, I'm here to tell you opinions are like buttholes. Everyone has them and they all stink. Oh, mine doesn't. I wash it. You wash your opinions. Yes. <laughs> you got influenzki. Yeah. All right. So we got this five game road trip. I don't even count that loss on night two of a back to back. I say the Clippers are on a five game win streak. And, and, we, and we kind of are. We're on a Kawhi active five game win streak. We are cooking. We're fully active. It's a clip. It's a clips. Miss Miracle, we've got 16 active guys. I believe two are on a two-way contract. Don't quote me. We have got a healthy Clippers roster, and it's a Clips Miss Miracle. I think we get four out of five games on this five-game road trip with a full roster. Possibly there's three out of five if he does a weird shake up on that back-to-back. But we've got a wonderful end to the year, and then we're back at home January 2nd versus the Miami Heat, who are not that great this year. And then we're back on the road for a two-game mini-road stand, back-to-back at Denver, at Minnesota. And, gang, the back-to-backs, they just keep coming. They will never stop. The league hates us. They won't even put Paul George in the stats for best NBA stats. For some reason, he's just not on there. And the only logical excuse is that the NBA hates the Clippers. But you, Clipper Nation, you love the Clippers, and you love Zubank Hank and Chris Kowald, and you love Clipcast, and we love you. We're here to wish you a Merry Clipsmas, and let's bring this bird in for a landing. Let's bring the Clipper ship into port. Burbank Hank, do you have anything you want to say to Clippers Nation before we sound the Clipsmas horn? Clippers Nation, if you wanted to know what you could give us for Christmas, there's two things. One would be some great five-star ratings and reviews. You write us a review. We'll read it on the air. The other thing would be to just believe. Just believe in the magic of the holiday season. Just believe in Santa Claus. Just believe whatever you want to believe. But also believe Ty has got it figured out. Balmer's got it under control. We got your back, and the Clippers are going to take this thing all the way into the postseason. Don't freak out. We don't need to get anybody off the team. We just need everybody to figure out how to play together. It's working. Believe, believe, believe. Oh, 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 oh. Santa? Oh, oh, oh. It's me, Santa Claus. It's me, Santa Claus. I'm here to tell you. That I've been visited by the ghost of Clipsmas Future. And there's a banner coming for Inglewood, you filthy ho ho hoes. Ho ho ho. Merry Clipsmas. <laughs> we should sound the horn because I have a feeling you don't know where to take this bit. <laughs> well, I was I was sounding the jingling bells. Oh, then here we go. <laughs> That's pretty good Santa Claus, buddy. Santa Claus.
cell phones ringing on the 101 Heading down to Crypto.com Arena Have some fun, it's okay Hockey shitbox, woo! We're leaving downtown LA To Inglewood Inglewood on the boulevard We live in a town where everybody's a star We all love a winner we know who they are. It's the Clippers. I said, hey, hey. It's another nice night. Another nice night in LA. It's okay. Hey, it's a beautiful night. A beautiful night in LA. The whole Clipper Nation rides a great blue sea. Ain't a place in the world that I'd rather be. It's alright. So out of sight. Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and Boko, John Wall, Reggie, Swish, Luke Nod. Something you just can't miss. Batum, Battalion, let's go. I said, hey, hey. It's another nice night Leaving downtown LA It's okay Hey We're going to Inglewood We're all down here And we're streamed live on ClipperVision.com ClipperVision.com is a barbershop thing But anyway There's no place that I'd rather be Thank you, Mr. B, Stevie B, ho-ho, Uncle Chuck Balmer, Chuck the Condor, Steve Balmer. You've never seen them in the same place at the same time because Chuck the Condor is really just Steve Balmer with a cartoon penis for a nose. Hey, it's another nice night, another nice night in L.A. Now get me to the Farmer Sports Access Center, the Intuit Dome. Hey, get me to the Farmer Sports Access Center, the Ball Sack in Inglewood. Hey, it's another nice night, a beautiful night in LA. Oh, okay. Hey, 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 hey. I love you, Santa Claus. I love you, Kawhi Leonard. I love you, Paul George Norm Powell. Muck Morris, I love you. Oh, ho, oh, oh. ho, hold it now. <laughs>